I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. They're trying to make our red wave purple by putting a lot of blue in there. And we got to stop that right now. It's high noon for Thursday, January 21st, 2021. The first full day of the illegitimate Joe Biden administration. Follow the info stream on the Telegram Messenger app at t.me slash I'm your moderator or join the discussion thread at t.me slash be reasonable discussion. So big day for Joe Biden. He had a virtual parade that virtually no one watched, including the members of the military in Washington, D.C., who largely had their backs turned to him the whole time, uh, reports during the afternoon from Politico and Yahoo. I think I mentioned this yesterday, uh, talked about how Trump's military people, senior military officials in the Pentagon. And you have to think they're talking about acting secretary of defense, Chris Miller, uh, complaints about how information was delayed or not at all transmitted during the transition process and that they're still getting blocked on certain information. Uh, I mean, everybody knows my feelings about Joe Biden and the people behind him and what's been going on in our country for the last year. So I'm going to, again, continue siding with the military and hoping that they are loyal and faithful to their oath to the Constitution of the United States, not to this strange project that's being undertaken. Now, I want to talk a little bit about this video that's been going around from Anomaly. And I've met the dude before. I have no problem with him. I actually think his video makes a bunch of good points, but I think that he also gives short shrift to some pretty important points as well. Um, You know, he talks about X-22 report and Simon Parks and some of the others who are either deep into the Q thing or claiming to have special information. Now, I don't know how either of them would have special information. Uh, Simon Parks goes on rather extensively talking about how he does, that he has spoken to Q and whatever else. Um, You know, there's plenty that you can find searching into Simon Parks' history, articles about him being crazy or being the child of an alien or some shit. I don't know. I don't pay attention to that stuff. If Simon Parks says something interesting, you don't have to believe it. Same thing with X-22. That's the thing about all of these people. And same thing with Anomaly. Same thing with me. I say it all the time. Like, I am... Seeing the information I'm seeing, analyzing it as best I can, and then trying to relay it to other people. And I don't know anything about 
Dave from X22's process. I do know that a lot of the times when I listen to an episode, I can hear him discussing something that someone tweeted or an idea that I have already seen messaged around uh, different communities. So it's not all new and it's not all his thoughts. That stuff's true. Uh, He also says a lot of things really confidently like this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And then they don't happen. That part is undeniable as well. But I don't think that he is that his work is worthless or that you can gain nothing by listening to him. And I think that kind of discarding the potentially positive things that the Anon movement, not the Q thing necessarily. I mean, Q either is real, is a psyop, or is some crazy person creating the most fascinating story ever. I would honestly be like, hey, you are an amazing writer to be able to convince this many people and do this this way. But I've said that all along. All of that's possible. What is real is the fact that whatever the Q thing is, it made a bunch of people dig for a whole lot of information and gain a whole lot of understanding about the way the government works, about the Constitution, about people who are making decisions for the country. And that part, I think, is good as long as it's focused on the information. And some of that information really is valuable. And there is legitimate information that leads me and others to believe that this fight isn't completely over yet. And the reason for that, as I said yesterday, was because I have faith in the American people. I have faith in the Constitution. I have faith in the military. And I have faith in what's right and wrong. And what we've seen this last year in terms of the COVID response, the response to the Black Lives Matter stuff, all of the nonsense about changing election laws, everything that we saw on election night from the stopping of the vote to the refusal to allow any sort of actual audit of the election process to ramming all of this stuff through without any input from people who dissent to the absolute overblown reaction to what happened on January 6th to the 25,000 troops in Washington, D.C., right down to this fake impeachment that they just tried last week against Donald Trump. I see all that. And I have the same reaction to that that I always have. This is a moral travesty. The response to COVID is the greatest moral, political, scientific failure of all time. I can't imagine anything worse. It achieved none of the desired outcomes and ruined millions upon millions of people's lives. I cannot forget or forgive the people responsible for that. And Joe Biden was one of them. So were all those people on stage with him yesterday. So to tell people that, hey, you know, now we've forced this thing through. Now, now you have to stop. Now we have to only focus on what's ahead and how to operate 
and succeed within the system being thrust upon us, that doesn't sit right with me and it doesn't sit right with a lot of people. You know, that's like if a crime is committed against one of your family members and you have all this evidence that the crime was committed, you know it was committed, no one has done anything to take responsibility for it, to make it right. And then everybody starts telling you, hey, you're crazy because the court said that person is innocent. So therefore they are. You would tell them all to go fuck themselves. All right. So that's how I feel about this last year. Now, can you fix the past? No. But part of moving forward is looking at that stuff and doing whatever you can to rectify it in the present. All right. So there are two paths that we kind of have to walk simultaneously here. One of them is continuing to bring to light all of this stuff that has happened in the last year and everything that they did to try to destroy Donald Trump and thereby destroy anyone who has the urge to voice their support for him. That too is morally wrong. And that isn't necessary to do if you can just win on the facts, which of course they can't. Okay. So making videos about QAnon being fake and telling everybody who even bothered to look at it, that they're insane. That doesn't seem that doesn't seem worthwhile to me. Okay? And the other part of his video at the end, and again, I do respect him. I respect his work and I respect where he's coming from. I just happen to disagree. But a lot of the perspective that he was expressing throughout this video to me boils down to, hey, you dummies got tricked, and if you hadn't gotten tricked, we could have already made this better. See, that part I don't understand, okay? Because QAnon, in the way the media talks about it, is racist and violent and crazy and stupid. Now, it's certainly not racist or violent. That doesn't even make sense. On the flip side, we have public figures suggesting that Republicans' children need to be rounded up and put in re-education camps. And no one bats an eye when they say that stuff. So if some Anon makes a, uh, an off-color joke on a message board anonymously, and then you're going to take that and apply it to a whole community of people who are just really actively seeking out the truth behind what they see as obvious injustice, that's ridiculous. That's a psyop, okay? That's gaslighting. Are we going to pretend that CNN and Fox and MSNBC aren't running a psyop on the American public? We're not even allowed to discuss the fact that the election was fraudulent. That's a psyop. Everything, I guess, that changes people's brains systematically 
is a PSYOP. We can call all sorts of stuff a PSYOP. So is Q a PSYOP? Yes. I said yesterday, it could be both. It could be a PSYOP and it could be real. The PSYOP part would be actually convincing people this is real and we need to to go to battle in this information warfare. We need people who know how to use these other information channels. And I don't think you can just wave that validity away. And that's been my standpoint from the beginning. It's information among other information. Now, do I wish it all came true? Fuck yes, I do. Why? Because I want to see justice. I want to see justice for all the people on that stage yesterday who knew about all the crimes committed by the people in power the last 5, 10, 15, 20, 60 years. I want to see those people held accountable for their crimes. Is that a fantasy? Maybe, but that's only fantasy if this is admittedly an unjust world. And I'm not naive enough to think that injustice doesn't exist. Of course, I know it does. But what are we working for as humans, as a society, as a civilization, if we're not trying to make this a more just world? Okay? So, again, I appreciate Anomaly, and I love, like, uh, the War Room guys, uh, Bannon and Raheem. I think they're doing an amazing job. But what's being messaged right now sounds an awful lot like what's been messaged for the rest of our lives, which is, yeah, I know this is injustice, but the way that we fix it is by supporting this unjust system until the next chance that we get to maybe reduce the injustice. And there's just too many people in America who aren't okay with that answer now. And I'm not saying we don't walk that path as well. We have to. We live in this world. It is real around us. We have no choice about that. But I think a lot of people just aren't simply satisfied with sitting back and saying, hey, let's focus on the 2022 congressional races while we have a president sitting in the White House who didn't win the election and who can barely speak or think, who literally has handlers in his ear all day long. Yesterday, he walked past troops and said, salute the troops as if he was as if the person in his ear was telling him to say it. It's crazy. His handlers with the media fully on his side. Usher the reporters out of the room as soon as possible. They give them exactly as much as they need and then they shove them out of the room. Okay, okay, folks, we're done, we're done, we're done. The friendly reporters don't even get access to Joe Biden. Joe Biden is compromised by communist China. His son is a complete degenerate. They sold U.S. interests to foreign adversaries. All of that is true, okay? So whether Q got you to believe that stuff 
or you did what I did and just followed the news and tried to block out and refuse the mainstream media's cover narrative on all this stuff. It doesn't really matter. These are legitimate injustices. Just yesterday, within an hour after Biden's little charade, the WHO put out a new guidance about PCR tests, admitting that the cycle threshold was too high. We've been saying that for months and months while they've been jacking up case numbers to try to restrict our freedoms. We've had studies that show masks don't work. We have studies that show lockdowns don't work. We have people with problems with the vaccine. All those things are real. Why are we being lied to about all of those things? Well, because we are being pushed in one direction. All right. By all these same people. All in league with China. That's what the old guard is about. Telling everybody. Who has just watched that system. Not only fail. But intentionally fail to override the will of the American people, telling all those people that they didn't just see what they just saw doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, fine. If you want to insult podcasters or say that QAnon is stupid, go ahead. I don't care. I, they're not my friends. I'm not going to get personally offended by it. But when that moves on to saying that the movement that has in some way coincided with that is stupid, that I don't agree with at all. And the idea that it's this Operation Trust thing, as he talks about, and as I mentioned yesterday, where this is like some setup to remove these true believers and to pacify them so that they can be subsumed by the authoritarian government. That also strikes me as wrong. And I would ask anomaly and maybe someone can forward him this because like I said, I respect his work. I think he's on the right track a lot of times, but what do you want people to do? What is the non pacified version of this look like? I mean, maybe he's talking about people that I'm not aware of. Maybe he knows people who have just sat back and said, trust the plan. I'm not one of those people. I've been trying to bring all this stuff to light for a really long time. Did I also hope there was a fucking plan? Yes, I did. Because this is one of the worst things that I think anyone could ever witness. We are systematically having our freedom of speech taken away for expressing wrong political views. That is the end of free society, if that continues. So, yeah, I hope there's someone with a fucking plan. And if there's not, then I'll try to come up with one. But I, I don't understand what else people were supposed to do short of 
civil war or armed insurrection, neither of which have happened, thankfully. They voted. They went out and voted in massive, massive numbers. People did what they're supposed to do. And the injustice was forced through anyway. And so to tell people that they have somehow been misled is to say, essentially, like, hey, uh, that thing that you thought was injustice, you got tricked into believing that was an injustice. So forget about that. And maybe I'm reading him wrong, or maybe it's just that I'm lumping him in with other people relaying that same message. But I don't think that that is productive, and I don't think it's realistic. Too many people have been harmed by what has happened in the last year to tell them to just focus on new elections. And, you know, again, love Bannon, love the war room. They are focused on the Senate impeachment if one happens and the idea that they're going to get to show their evidence in this Senate impeachment trial. And to that, I would say, okay, great. I would be totally on board with that, too, if two things happen. One, you could tell me that we were going to have a proper result, a proper outcome after that evidence did see the light of day on a national level in a formal environment as it should have months ago. But then I would also say that's exactly what those guys and me and everyone else was expecting to happen on January 6th. And then the whole incident at the Capitol was overblown into something that just so happened was able to cover up the release of Nancy's dad's FBI files, the theft of her and other Congress people's computers, and any chance to show the evidence about election fraud. And since that point, everyone who has, who even bothered speaking up in that venue, that proper venue to address those concerns has endured threats and harassment and censorship. So, again, I'm totally down to walk both paths, okay? Let's move forward. Let's figure out how to do stuff in the political realm. But in the meantime, I don't understand why anyone wants to throw cold water on what is essentially nothing more than a truth movement. Now, if there are people that are worshiping Q or worshiping Donald Trump as he claims, well, yeah, fine. That's silly. I said this a year ago or something to Bernie fans, like stop pretending that one person can just fix everything. I've talked about this in regards to liberals talking about how they always thought there would be a silver bullet and this time they could finally take down Trump. I agree that there are no silver bullets. And I also agree that a lot of the people who are vocal in the Q realm are very grifty and do seem like they're trying to profit off of what they're doing. 
I think people are smart enough to understand that. I just think that knowing that there's no silver bullets, why would you want to disavow so many people that are actually helping? This is all about, it seems to me, reputation. What I've always called the the party of false decorum. Like, Like there's some ultimate desire to be approved of somehow by your enemies because then you can convince them. And I don't really ascribe to that theory. If those people who voted for Joe Biden and the people around Joe Biden cared about the truth or cared about being convinced, they already would have been convinced. One out of six Biden voters said they wouldn't have voted for Joe Biden if they had known about the Hunter Biden laptop. Of course, they weren't allowed to know about the Hunter Biden laptop. And they ignored everyone who tried to tell them. So how... Is it our side? That's the crazy cult. We're not the ones who just ignored Hunter Biden's computer. We're not the ones who ignored election fraud. We're not the ones who ignored the torture inflicted upon this entire society by lockdowns. You can say all day long that there's some alternate reality where we think that Donald Trump was going to be able to pull this off and still might. And that's fine. You want to say that we're all living in an alternate reality? That's great. You know what I think is an alternate reality? The one where Hunter Biden's laptop doesn't exist or doesn't matter. The alternate reality where Joe Biden's clear compromise to our communist enemy doesn't matter. That's an alternate reality. The idea that the citizens have any voice in society when the leaders clearly express their disdain for over half the population and try to silence them and don't care about their needs or the needs of their family. They send them 600 bucks once every eight months. That not mattering, that's an alternate reality. Because that stuff does matter. It affects real people every day. And while those people are being lied to systematically by the media and by politicians, people are going to go try to find the truth wherever they can. Every single path toward information is going to lead you in some wrong directions. That's fine. You don't get anywhere if you're not taking the journey, (laughs) you know, like being wrong sometimes is totally fine. Telling people to therefore stop looking because you're not only embarrassing yourself within the party of false decorum, you're actually harming the false decorum people that might be on your side. Well, I guess go fuck yourself then. The idea that there is only the Democrat priority and the Republican priority 
is the same collectivist mindset that brings communism in the first place. These people are individuals. It's not good enough to say, hey, you shut up because you're hurting the team that's helping you. What? That's exactly what the Uniparty in their purple outfits celebrating their color revolution are doing. Hey, you know, we're, we're really trying to help you. And if you dummies just shut up, we're going to go ahead and we're going to fix everything. So don't worry about it. And if you don't like the way we fix it, then you can just vote in two years. And I mean, we're, we're going to decide the results of that too. But for now, just shut up. That's what I see happening. And that seems pointless to me. And again, no disrespect to Anomaly. I, I would love to talk to him about this because I actually would be interested in, I'm sure he has thought about these things and I'd be interested to see exactly what he thinks about them because they weren't answered in the video. And I think another problem that we have to deal with is the social media issue and how we know they're able to change people's minds in such a way that they can actively affect their mood all day. I mean, that too is a psyop and that psyop was executed by the same person that put $500 million into this election to rig it for the guy who now has appointed people from every one of the major tech companies into key administration positions. So, you know, there are so many divides in the country right now. And one of them is the information divide and the people who are getting most of their information or even a good portion of their information from Facebook or Instagram, you know that they are influencing you into a particular mood and a particular set of beliefs. So again, I don't know if we just have to choose our own psyop at this point. But the point should always be to be verifying the things that you believe and try to have foundations for all of them. Okay. Accept all the information as it's incoming. See what matches the world. See what matches reality and see what you can support. Everybody's going to be wrong sometimes. But the need for alternate information streams and the need for individual citizens to be doing their own research and communicating that to the broader public has never been greater. So if you want to make fun of people who put their faith in the wrong thing, go ahead. But none of that denies the clear truths that we're talking about, about Joe Biden's relationships, about Barack Obama's corruption, obviously the Clintons. I don't know how we are suddenly now supposed to align with Mitch McConnell. Is that the, is that the path for the party of false decorum? We just say, okay, well, Hey, you know, we don't want to hurt any Republicans because they're our friends. So we'll just go along with what they said and try to make a difference around the margins 
and maybe we can get somebody else into office that's going to help. Well, how's that possible? Because they're censoring any ideas that might enable that. That's the point. They've been trying to delegitimize Trump and everyone who has supported him since the beginning. And they are going to keep doing that. And again, Anomaly's got the right to whatever opinions he has, but reaching opinions because he's embarrassed of being put in a class of other people that he doesn't want to associate with. Well, I mean, that's kind of his problem. You know, I don't want to be pushed to the fringes either. I don't think my ideas are fringe. But that's not going to make me stop saying this stuff because I'm worried that someone might think I'm dumb. If they think I'm dumb, fine. Let me quiz you. Let's find out. But until someone makes the argument that the COVID measures were legitimate, that Black Lives Matter actually did something to fix racial division, or that Joe Biden legitimately got 81 million votes, even though they won't let us see any proof of that, then I don't think that anyone who can't justify those things has any business saying that those positions are true just because they're said to be true. And it's not dumb to believe they're not true. It's smart to believe they're not true because they're not true. All right, let's switch gears. So I don't want to make this terribly long. Um, I am still in contact with a bunch of journalists who are in contact with various people from the Sidney Powell, Michael Flynn thing. And oh, actually, you know what? I do want to say one more thing. I don't know how Anomaly is going to call Michael Flynn a liar. Okay. Calling people wrong and calling them a liar are different. You know, in his video, he attaches Michael Flynn to Barack Obama since Barack Obama appointed him. But that's common knowledge to anyone who trusts Michael Flynn. And it kind of skips over what happened to Michael Flynn and why those people wanted Michael Flynn out of the picture. He just completely glossed over that. And I would like to hear him talk about that as well. And again, Anomaly, if you hear this, you're welcome to come on. I am genuinely interested in what you have to say about this stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know how you can just call a patriot like Michael Flynn a liar and then suggest that he doesn't have special information when he was the director of the Defense Intelligence Agency. And President Trump's national security advisor at the beginning, like he literally does have special information. Maybe he doesn't have special information in 2020. If that's true, fine. But the idea that Michael Flynn isn't aware of spying practices or what corrupt politicians have done. That's just not true. And Anomaly should know that. 
Now, I'm not going to call him a liar. Because maybe he just failed to mention that or maybe he thought it wasn't relevant. But I do think it's relevant when you're going to go out and call a general who's been put through what Michael Flynn has been put through unjustly. A liar. I don't see that at all. Anyway, back to the uh, the Sidney Powell, Michael Flynn thing. The messaging coming from that side through these channels is that they still have hope. Okay. That is not meant to lead anyone on. It can be true that that is happening. And all of the stuff that Anomaly was saying is based on the fact that Joe Biden was installed as president yesterday. Okay. But that's not even actually what the quote unquote plan is in the first place. The belief of the plan is that this operation would root out all of the corruption and criminal behavior from the government. And again, that's what I've talked about. That's what I want. I want to see all of these people held accountable for what they've done. And that includes failing to object to a fraudulent election. Okay. I'm not going to stop that or back off that because Joe Biden just got installed as president yesterday. All right. That doesn't somehow just wipe the slate clean and all of that stuff is just wrong now because Joe Biden's been placed in that position. That's the part that I can't get on board with, with what Anomaly's saying. So, you know, the, the thing about the plan is that people can only know the plan to the extent they're able to. This is all about stuff that's happening in the future. You literally can't know it, which, by the way, Anomaly's right on this part. It's a good reason not to place your faith in something you're being told will happen when there are counterexamples showing you that that thing isn't happening. He's absolutely right about that. But let's go back to the Act of 1871, okay? If it is true, and again, I'm not a constitutional scholar, not a constitutional lawyer. But the idea we're presented with here is that as a result of the Act of 1871, we now essentially have two constitutions, the original one that is meant to govern this country and its people, and whatever one is used at the time for whatever purpose by the quote-unquote corporation of the United States, which means that the decision-making body in our federal government is not the ultimate authority in this country. It's that it's the Vatican and the city of London proper, that these are all separate entities outside of the countries that they exist in. And so if Joe Biden was just inaugurated as president of a corporation that no longer exists, then Joe Biden isn't president. Okay. If that was allowed to expire at 1159 and 59 seconds on Tuesday night, 
then perhaps what we're seeing is indeed a facade. And now, is this a fantasy? On some level, yes. Again, I'm admitting this because I want to believe that we have not just entered the communist era of America and that the country as we have believed we knew it is gone. But it's possible that the country we thought we've known throughout our lives actually did not exist at any point during our lives and that it stopped existing when that deal was made in the late 1800s. If that deal had expired and the military believes that its oath is sworn to the original constitution and that part of that is that they have the obligation to remove a foreign power from governing our country, then there is still the possibility of that happening. Again, can I attest to all of this or any of it? No, of course not. I'm telling you that right off the bat. But there seems to be something else going on here, and it's not just what we're seeing on the news. If it was simply that, we could all just be watching CNN and Fox and MSNBC. And then we wouldn't need me, and we also wouldn't need Anomaly. All of us agree that what we are being shown there is not right. And we can all agree that that's psychological operation. It's being, it's entertainment, social media, and media being fed to all of us all the time, enforcing certain political viewpoints and spurring certain actions. Okay. I know a whole lot of people who went out to Black Lives Matter marches. So they went and took action based on that psyop. Are they all stupid? Are they all fantasists? I don't believe they are. I believe they're misinformed by things. And I'm sure the same holds true of people that follow Q. But the point remains, the story we're being told is obviously false. So that we can remove. What's the real story? That's the question. Does Q help us reach that question? Do Anons, more importantly, help us reach that question. I certainly think they're doing a better job of it than Brian fucking Stelter. So the rush to brush that whole thing off, like, oh, that's for the dirty, unwashed masses, is literally no different than what the people who watch the mainstream media do. Information among other information. See what matches reality. See what makes sense logically. See what corresponds to actual human behavior. What you know of it. We just saw 25,000 armed soldiers build a fortress around Washington, D.C. for a threat that did not exist. That's a real thing. Is the mainstream media going to explain that to us? Well, of course not. They can't, and they wouldn't even if they could. Now, I agree with him that FEMA camps are scary, 
dystopian and ridiculous in terms of any sort of solution to the COVID problem. And I would, I said on this show that I would love to see all those people locked up in them. I thought that would be hilarious. Maybe we could go visit them like it was a petting zoo. You can like feed crackers to Hillary Clinton. Great. But what's the solution? You think anybody's just forgotten that those exist? Like, again, the side of things that is interested in Q and interested in the work that Anons do is the side that doesn't want the vaccine. So it's not like everybody's over here cheering FEMA camps or this military takeover of Washington, D.C. We're just hoping beyond hope that it's actually for something that isn't horrifying. Because after this last year, what are people supposed to think? Joe Biden is not a steady hand at the wheel. We know that. The policies he's trying to pass are absurd and harmful. We know that. He's compromised by the Chinese Communist Party. We know that. So again, I mean, yeah, I'm down to walk both paths. But to tell everybody that they should just somehow move on from what's been done to Trump, to the country, and to them, I think is crazy. What is the solution on offer? Take it to the courts? Which courts? The ones Joe Biden's about to empty of federal justices and then fill with his own people? The Supreme Court that they talk openly about expanding so that they can create permanent majorities? What is the justice that we are to be seeking that doesn't include violence if it's not continuing to try to win the information war? That's what I want to know. And I would love to hear Anomaly answer that because, like I said, I think he does good work and I respect him. But short of civil war, what do you want people to do? The country is being taken by force. And I'm not saying that the country is being taken by those people, okay? All Americans should be participating in the prosperity that America brings. And they should be able to live however the hell they like. This isn't about not filling the needs of other people. This is about trying to stop the situation we find ourselves in now, which is the installation by force of a government that doesn't intend to fill the people's needs at all. That's the problem I'm having. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Masks and lockdowns don't work. Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. 
Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parlor at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm your moderator.substack.com, where you can donate, or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!